This Short Code podcast is a proud member of the MedEd Media Network. Inspiration, information, and guidance on your journey to medical school and beyond at mededmedia.com. Meandering in the margins of medicine, it's the Short Code podcast. Weird news, fresh views, helpful clues, and interviews by students for students. Subscribe to our weekly show at theshortcode.com. Welcome back to the Short Coat Podcast. From the University of Iowa Carver College of Medicine, I'm Dave Hetler. Joining me from across the internet, it's M1 Nathan Spitz. What's shaking? We've got Eli Schmidt. Hello, hello. We've got Cody West. Hey, everyone. And Chris Halber. Joined. Hey there. Uh, two noobs on the show, oh. Eli and uh, and Chris. Uh, thank you for thank you for casting your lot with us. I appreciate that. Yeah, happy to be here. I recently asked for listeners to send in what they've been doing to keep busy and active in their communities. Uh, what they might be doing to uh, help in uh, in in their communities. Here's an anonymous listener I'll call Senorita Espanol with a with a suggestion for what, uh, for well, with a story about what she's doing and maybe a suggestion. Hi, Short Goats. I have been a huge fan of the podcast for the longest time. Thank you so much for keeping me well-informed while also making me laugh every week. This is my first time reaching out, although the promise that you can give counsel on relationship issues has always intrigued me. Oh, take me up on it. I heard you asking for ways listeners are supporting others during this time, and wanted to share what I have been doing. While kids aren't in school because of the virus, I have been doing online tutoring which is a great way to help ensure kids don't fall behind in school. Since I speak Spanish, I am tutoring students who are not native English speakers, and this has been very rewarding. This is a great opportunity, and I would recommend that anyone else who is passionate about education reach out to local schools or organizations about online tutoring. Thanks, Senorina. Uh, we'd love to keep hearing uh, what you're doing to help out listeners. Uh, all activities, both grand and simple, are important to share. So reach out to the shortcoats at gmail.com or leave a message at 347-SHORT-CT, and uh, we will uh, give you a shout-out on the show. Uh, you you, uh, you new guys, you doing anything, uh, are you doing anything other than staying home? Because I'm just staying home. <sighs> That's all I'm doing. I'm, I've been exploring new walking paths. Hey. Going down new roads that I have never been down before. That sounds, um, that sounds very, literally. That sounds very it's deep. deep. Yeah, it's profound. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just you know, cul-de-sacs and avenues, and drives, dead ends, all I, that fun stuff. It's just like yeah. life. It's just like life. That's about it. Oh uh, yeah, um, I've been running a lot, um, trying to explore Iowa City and so on. Mm-hmm. I've been uh, screening people, screening patients, visitors, staff at the hospital entrances. Yeah. And then trying to get involved with a few of the other things. I've reached out to a couple physicians about potentially some research and so on. Trying to fill my time with whatever I can, really. I hear they're adding temperature screening at the, <laughs> like, like temperature sensors or some something. Yeah. So yesterday was the first day of that. Um, it's like a little forehead scan. They're just doing it for staff currently, okay. um, not for the patients and visitors. I, I thought they were doing that already. No, nah, it was mostly just like asking, do, uh, oh. do you have a fever? Have you had a fever in the last 24 hours? Any shortness of breath or cough? But as of yesterday, they implemented the temperature screens. It, uh, when you ask your questions, have you found anybody that, that you needed to say, mm, we got to do something I about mean, that? Not usually. I'd say, uh, so yesterday I was in the ER at like the, the patients and visitors uh, area, like their yeah. entrance. Yeah, yeah. And I found about 10 to 20% of people had some sort of symptoms, but they were also presenting to the ER at nighttime. So a lot of people were there because of 
coronavirus right. and so on. Um, but for the most part, people are kind of taken aback by it. They're like, oh, no, no, you don't, you don't need to worry about me. But then you're still required Couldn't to like, ask me. the questions yeah. and so on. Yeah. So do you, do you, are, are people by and large, though, cooperative or are some people yeah, annoyed? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. Just about everybody's cooperative. I mean, that's they, good. They don't really have a choice. Yeah, but I know, like, some people are just like, ugh, ask you, you asked me this question yesterday. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good. Uh, to jump, uh, to jump on Senorita Espanola's uh, grind, there. If you don't want to tutor, you know, if you need some money making, I've seen some ads for um, like education companies that are paying people. You know, volunteering is awesome, whatever. But if you <laughs> have found yourself with a lack of income. Yeah, which um, is kind of, of a big deal right now. Right. One of my friends had posted there are uh, companies that are paying up to like $20 an hour to help like teach English um, as well. So yeah. those opportunities are out there. I just Especially don't know the because, name of it, so I can't give it to you. <laughs> yeah, we don't really know what's going to happen with all of our summer plans either, which everyone yeah. who is kind of dependent on their summer plans um, up here, whether it be research or working in a local county hospital around Iowa, uh, there was a little source of income with that to help pay rent in Iowa City over the summer, and I think we're all kind of... Mm -hmm up in the air about what's going to happen with that too yep yep well seems like there's a shift underway um if i'm reading the situation right it seems like the cdc is about to recommend that we bear wear bandanas on our faces when yeah. we go out is that do you think i'm reading that correctly i mean they're sort of kind of mincing around that idea right now yeah um I mean, so I think that's been a long time coming. I think the first like big piece of evidence you have there is that kind of societies, especially those in Asia with like strong social norms around like wearing masks in public and keeping your personal distance and so on, have just seen like a way reduced incidence of the spread. And then now as like research has been ramping up, we're seeing more data to support the notion that like people who are either symptomatic or asymptomatic if they wear a mask that they're not spreading it as effectively and since we up to like 80 percent of cases aren't showing any symptoms you very well could be spreading the virus without wearing a mask or without knowing that you're infected so you should be wearing a mask then other people are also gonna, should have some sort of face covering so you're saying that it's most beneficial for people like if i was unknowingly spreading it the mask that i wear would be most beneficial from stopping the spread, not that if I wore a mask and went to Walmart, that it's in the air, so I'm I'm better protected from whatever's on the outside. Well, I think it works both ways. From what mm. I've from what I've read, there's still kind of this ongoing debate about whether it's airborne or whether it's spreading in large droplets mm. or small droplets or so on. Um, right. And like the, the big kind of discrepancy there is like I think it's going to be helping everybody mm. to be, have some sort of face covering whether you're sick or not but it's the uh, uh the precaution could be universally applied and will definitely help uh, the question i have is does it have to be a bandana or can it be other a sock accessories yeah i'm so worried i'm so worried about my fashion sense during this trouble i got, a, I got, a, I got a ski mask somewhere up <laughs> oh that yeah that'll be fine <laughs> Yeah, that wouldn't raise any eyebrows no, wearing a ski mask out in public. Surely not. But yeah. Speaking of the asymptomatic thing, somebody should have told Georgia's governor that, like, before yesterday. Did y'all see that no. in the news? No, I missed it. I missed it. Go ahead. So, yesterday, the Georgia governor, I don't know the person's name, but he had just came out saying, like, I just learned yesterday, you know, granted this was April 2nd, he said, I just learned 24 hours ago that this virus can spread 
through asymptomatic people. So now we're going to start instituting wow. a stay at home. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, little known. Welcome. Good to have him. <laughs> little, little known fact, Georgia governor. Welcome to science. Welcome to science. Oh Surprise. I was watching CNN news, but Sanjay Gupta was like, even my like daughter in elementary school knows this. I, and like this man <laughs> is, is running the state of Georgia. That's unbelievable. Well, uh, aren't there only how many states are left that haven't issued um, mandatory stay stay home orders? Well, Iowa for one. Isn't it just like Iowa. five? Iowa's I think it's like them. the Dakotas, Arkansas, Nebraska, and us. I wanted to say They're, Nevada was in there too, but that might be out proud of to be proud to be. There's a certain letter after each of these state governors' names, but we'll <laughs> leave that up to the viewers <laughs> to to decide that. Uh, yeah, speaking of Walmart, I was in Walmart the other day, uh, dodging non-social distancing idiots while I was looking for an Apple Pencil for a work project that ended up not even being necessary anyway, so that was great. Um, of course, I, I swung by the toilet paper aisle and saw nothing, but I was, as I was about to check out, I suddenly began seeing people carrying large packages of toilet paper, and I was, I was like, oh, what? Ooh. We were getting low uh, at home, so with a surge of... Adrenaline. I uh, returned to the TP section and scored my very own package, 24 pack. Very nice. Of toilet paper. You guys. Did you have to fight anybody for it? No, no, I didn't, but there were like five packages left. So, you know, it was a close thing. Uh, but I did feel like a great hunter, you know, like, mm -hmm. like I had one of those moments where like, I'm, I'm like, yes, finally bringing home the kill you earned it you earned it are you following the scent are we repping like Charmin, or is this Ooh. just like uh i believe it was up and up. i didn't I, you know like it didn't Three matter ply? it did great matter. value single ply please. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could be sandpaper at this point <sighs> i was just gonna say the amount of people wearing bandanas might decrease if we uh keep seeing this toilet paper shortage oh, boy. you know i i read though <laughs> i i read though that the toilet paper shortage isn't because of hoarding as we've all assumed it's because of supply chain issues. So the reality of this is that households are consuming 40% more toilet paper right now um, as a result of the stay-at-home orders. And, and working from home um, is now the norm. So businesses like, you know, our office here at the Carver College of Medicine, we're consuming less toilet paper, but you can't just turn commercial toilet paper rolls at home. You can't just use commercial toilet paper rolls at home unless you're willing to accept like a pallet load of toilet paper that's roughly four times, each roll is roughly four times the size, you know, for say of a usual roll of toilet paper. Plus it's like super thin and mm -hmm. and, and and nasty. And, it's, and, and manufacturers that produce commercial toilet paper only do that often. And manufacturers that produce um, toilet paper for home use only do that. Like Procter & Gamble doesn't produce any toilet paper for the commercial market. So maybe it wasn't all about hoarding in the past. And so I want to apologize for any of you, to, to any of you who are offended by my accusing people of toilet paper hoarding. Maybe that maybe that wasn't true. Don't at me. Our country doesn't have drive-by testing, but maybe we can have like business drive-by like toilet paper pickup, you know. If, well, like, I I heard that some restaurants in the them, area like, are giving out toilet paper with like just as the like with their to-go orders. To yeah, go like orders. A two cheeseburgers <laughs> and, a, and a roll of two ply. I mean, some places you're going to need it, but you know. Yeah, or, or maybe this is the catalyst that finally gets the day use to be widespread in the area. For US. sure. For sure. Yeah. So, you know, just another part of modern life that you're like, oh, that's that's weird. Never, never thought I would have the opportunity to know how toilet paper is produced in this country. Of all the things, I didn't think that toilet paper would be the first item to be yeah. in short supply. Yeah, nobody did. You know, right. that's crazy. Yeah. 
I still haven't scored any hand sanitizer. Oh, uh, yeah. And I'm kind of bullshit about that because, <laughs> uh, you know, like, when I do have to go out, like, say, to Walmart, the very first thing I want to do when I get back to my car, even, is, you know... Murder your hands in sanitizer. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't do that. Um, have not, Still have not been able to find any. So... Have you seen these articles online for people that want to make their own hand sanitizer, like with alcohol yeah. and aloe? Like all that stuff is gone too. Yeah. I mean, you if you walk through the pharmacy section, it's just like the toilet paper aisle. It's all gone. This is finally though. This is Everclear's moment. Yeah. <laughs> right. Since that's the only kind of alcohol you can buy now. I don't even know if it's available. Uh, and Corona beer that's being left on the shelves. <laughs> right. So if you can somehow find a way to use that hand sanitizer, you're set. <laughs> 47, 47 bottles of Corona beer equals one hand sanitizer application. <laughs> All right. Well, in, in another sign that the old rules, uh, which society and even medicine function were to some extent arbitrary, the FDA has relaxed the blood donation guidelines for gay men. For many years, that guideline was never. Uh, and there was, of course, good reason for that, uh, at least we thought, because um, of the HIV epidemic and the lack of uh, the lack of certainty that the supply of donated blood could be completely safe. Then in 2015, that was relaxed to allow gay men, only 2015, it was relaxed to allow gay men to donate if they'd been celibate for a year, which was still widely criticized at that time as being discriminatory and out of date. And now the deferral period for male donors who've had sex with another man is three months. So just another example of how like, oh, we make up these rules. There may or may not be grounded in reality. I was going to say what what changed? It doesn't seem like there was much change besides the need yeah. for more blood. I mean, that's kind of what I was thinking like, oh, uh, we really need your blood now. So it's cool. It's fine. We'll take it. Yeah, we were wrong before. We totally messed up. We need it now. So yeah. come donate. Yeah. Mm. Well, I think part of it is, I mean, we have gotten better over the years at diagnostics and detecting, I mean, do you think I'm right? I don't know if that's true. But from 2015 to today. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, how many bigger strides have we taken? Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we probably have gotten better at diagnostics, but like this entire law is, I would presume, mostly rooted in prejudice. Like, mm. there's no. And fear of the unknown and, mm -hmm. you know, long held beliefs. Yeah. Mm. Makes you sad to think about the what if and how long it would take if there wasn't a demand. Oh yeah, no, it would, I mean. Yeah. It would continue virtually forever until, I don't know, something happened, which it did. So, so anyway, I just, there's just so many rules like this that are, I don't know, like, like, oh, we can't allow you to work from home. Now, all of a sudden, yeah, we can do that. Yeah. We can do that for sure. Um, I don't know. I was just thinking for us, we had a lot of our lectures already online. I think that's been discussed on yeah. this show before. Yeah. But if any schools didn't have that apparatus already in place, the only reason that they, they it was not online was because they didn't have the apparatus to do it. They didn't want to do it, you know? Right. For the same, oh, it's just, this is just what we've done before. Right. I don't want to draw comparisons to med school lectures and donating blood. But that same, oh, this is just how we do it. So this is what it's going to be. But there's really no reason for it. Working from home, online lectures, no one allowed to give blood, that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, question everything. That's what I say. Question everything. Question authority. Mm. Speaking of lectures from home and like Zoom, have you all seen the like rise in like hijacking of Zoom lectures? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe I like this is me just like being on Twitter, but I've seen like a couple different people <laughs> in different medical schools where like... For example, I'm going to maybe I don't know if this is like kosher to talk about, but a friend of mine is at Loyola and they said they were in their like 200 person lecture. And then like 
it got hijacked by somebody and there was like the n-word written everywhere and the person like exposed oh, their yikes. genitals and whatnot and oh. sorry that was a total just like <laughs> no i this has been a big concern version, but this has been a big concern well i don't know if it's a it's a huge concern but i've definitely been hearing about like you know people putting up pornographic stuff and yeah you know, these sort of open zoom meetings um on the other hand when i was doing we you know we had our um all staff meeting by Zoom a couple days ago, and I tried to force, you know, I was in charge of setting it up, and I tried to force everybody to log in, and half the people couldn't figure out what to do, so, um, you know, but I had that in mind when I set it up, like, like, you know, who knows if uh, Nathan's gonna show up and <laughs> show up. Cause, yeah. cause trouble. Yeah. Kudos to Zoom, though. I mean, you think about how many schools and businesses have went to the platform in the past, like, month, oh, yeah. and they've kept up with everything. It's just insane. This is, this is their moment. This is, it this is their is, moment. And they were like, yeah, I'm all about this. <laughs> Game time. On the other hand, they've been, uh, they're getting more scrutiny and they're having a lot of, they're, they're, uh, we're realizing that there are some privacy issues that need to be uh, addressed, but yeah. to their credit, they're, they are addressing them. Um, yeah. But yeah, when you, I can't remember what figure it was. It was like, you know, they had like a few million, a couple million in December and now there's like, you know, 30 million users every day or something like that. So. Yeah. A lot of people paying attention to them. Also privacy and like the coronavirus thing. TikTok, what is the status of like China using TikTok to spy on America? I don't know, maybe I'm like what? becoming the new Aline Sandu. Yeah, you with my, <laughs> my tinfoil tin hat. Yeah. But Shout I out. think like there's been some pretty like no. I don't know, it's kinda sketch. It is China. And, like, I mean and so many yeah, so many more people are like logging onto TikTok and creating new accounts and do you guys have one i know you do I, cody i do i have i did that during spring break and it's a real problem what it's like it's like i made a tiktok over spring break and it has just every like adhd like short burst of funny it, it is not good for me oh, it is super distracting tiktok was a frequent delete on my phone it's a <laughs> Download on the weekends, then delete on a Tuesday when I'm feeling guilty about procrastinating. Oh, it's bad. I'm not into. I I, I confess that <clears throat> predictably, I'm pretty far outside of TikTok's demographic. Oh. Uh, but you know. Oh my! The seventh and eighth graders that I know, which is not very many, my niece and nephew, <laughs> they're very angry that I have it now. <laughs> See, this is an untapped market, Dave. This is you found a niche, like yeah, bring bring shortcode to Gen yeah. Z. Well, I mean, I posted a video of me being uh, on Facebook. I know. On Facebook about, uh, you know, like I was online with tech support um, and the shitty, shitty hold music that our tech support department has. It's it's pretty amazing how bad it is. But anyway, I posted a video of me grooving out to it. I was like, later I was like, oh, that would be, a, you know, somebody would do that on TikTok, you know. That literally is like the definition of TikTok. Right. You just make a dance. Right. To said shitty music. Yeah. So. There you go. I, maybe maybe this will finally be. I'll finally find my my uh, social media niche if I do that. Oh, the first video I made, it's like so cross-platform too. I didn't even know it. My phone's way smarter than me. But I made a TikTok and I, the first one I made, I posted it. It posted it on my Twitter, my Facebook, and my Instagram without me really saying anything. I'm so, so I was like, cool. I am so glad. Has everybody seen Cody's TikTok? Do I need I to? I think you, you, you need to subscribe. He's... It's pr it's pretty good stuff. <laughs> are you are you buzz marketing your own TikTok? <laughs> Not at all. Not a, Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. 
<laughs> Say that username again. Uh, at Cody West 22 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Got it. Oh, I've never said and TikTok before. <laughs> I'm changing. <laughs> he is not team follow back, though, so. I am not. Uh, all right. Only if you post good content. As I'm going, Nathan, we'll talk after. Maybe I should try to find this. Wait a minute. You said at Cody west 22 mm-hmm i also got a new dog so that's been it's just pure content. oh yeah yeah people love the people love puppies yes that's cheating though isn't that that's is that cheating no you gotta yeah, do it's it. called knowing your audience you gotta do what you gotta do it's called knowing your audience yes you know, give the people what they want the people want puppies do you know what this tiktok needs it needs more i'm just kidding i was trying to get the cowbell <laughs> yeah. it, it, it didn't work it didn't work sorry podcast listeners i'm still trying to find it. hang on nathan i did I not follow you back on TikTok? No, I don't have a TikTok. I am team follow back. Wait, I was just throwing back? shade. I was just throwing some some social media shade. <laughs> I think I I'm can't. Team back. This is like my. It's I'm like mostly I, Instagram. It's like I know my weakness, and I know that if <laughs> I get it, it's going to like consume my life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I'm not finding it. I would really have loved to have uh, have loved to. Oh, it probably went to like your your story or something didn't useless yeah. uh doctors treating patients with covid can't get adequate ppe or tests and now they can't even get paid i didn't realize this but many doctors don't work for the hospitals they they serve in but uh rather they work for staffing companies under contract with those hospitals did you guys know that I don't know that. I don't know how prevalent it was, but I've heard of something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those, one of the largest of those companies, Altion Health, is says it's not exempt from the economic effects of the pandemic and is cutting pay, suspending 401k matches, bonuses, and paid time off. You know, there's not, there's no topic more exciting to our uh, pre-med audience than 401k matches. Oh boy, <laughs> that's some. I know your audience. Yeah, this, this is what we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, salaried physicians working for the company have been converted to hourly pay and their hours have been reduced. They say they're trying to avoid laying off people. Um, I don't know. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say we need doctors right now. Maybe maybe that's uh, especially in the emergency room, perhaps. That is quite a limb to walk out on, Dave. Yeah. Well, I'm a risk taker. <laughs> Eli, you can't stop me. I'll do it anyway. Mm-hmm. You would be so good at TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> That's the mindset we need. Uh. Uh, yeah, ProPublica also points out that more and more physician practices have been acquired by private equity investors. These are something I don't really understand, but I guess it basically means that a bunch of investors get together and acquire things. Um, seems like that phenomenon is another example of the conversion of medicine from a patient and health-focused activity to one that is intended to make money, uh, goals that seem incompatible with each other in many cases, like in a pandemic, you know? Is it, did you, was it just like doctors that they're, well, I suppose we're talking about like physician groups but yeah um well interestingly they they call they say administrators right which doesn't immediately call to mind doctors but a lot of doctors are administrators you know they're they're um you know they might be the 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 uh ceo of their of the health group or they might be uh, uh you know somebody like i don't know trying to i'm trying to trying to remember the example i read um but they're you know administrators are often doctors they they do they they do administration tasks in addition to their to their um clinical activities and um so i guess they can call them administrators 
but it's not really true. But what was the cause of this desire to lay people off or to shorten their hours? Was it they're not getting reimbursed from insurance companies as often? Is it the lack of people coming in? Well, I doubt it's the lack of people coming in, but I guess that's what I'm saying. I guess reimbursement was slower um, Mm. because people are working from home and everything is slow when you work from home. Mm. At least that's been my experience. and and so you know that lack of income is is uh, so the solution to that was let's put them on hourly wages and then cut the hours yeah that, that'll help yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think as i don't understand day, business at all <laughs> <laughs> let's go back to the puppies can we talk about something nice <laughs> yeah. uh, this week the white house sent a letter from vice president Pence to administrators at all hospitals in the U.S. asking them to email the results of their coronavirus testing. Hospitals are asked to report their in-house lab tests for SARS-CoV-2 to FEMA using a spreadsheet every day by 5 p.m. In this way, they're hoping to uh, get a handle on information about the coronavirus in the U.S. to uh, support FEMA and the CDC in their efforts. Um, He he did stop just short of apologizing for allowing the fax machine to run out of toner. um, And he said that email was just the best he could do. I Okay. It's, it's. it's 20 goddamn 20. Isn't, is there not a better way to do this? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you have to email a spreadsheet? Because here's the thing. Could you uh, do an anonymous Google Doc? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Oh my gosh. A Google form. I can't shake the feeling that when FEMA gets the email, there's a secretary hand entering that spreadsheet data into another spreadsheet, which is then printed out and sent via like pneumatic tube to Mr. Pence's office where he marks tallies on a tab on a slate tablet. Like, I just can't like this seems I don't know if there, there's got to be a better way to collect data in real time. I don't know. I mean, without like getting... with everything about the census right now and like the direct links on Facebook, you think that that'd be so easy to tap into. Yeah. <laughs> like they have in their platform. I don't know. I mean, we track the number of flu cases every year. There's infrastructure for, like, the CDC to monitor the number of flu. You see statistics all the time where, like, so many million flu cases in the state of Iowa. you got to wonder if they're using that sort of infrastructure. Oh, it doesn't necessarily. I mean, do we email those results to the CDC? I mean, how does that work? I don't know. If anybody knows out there, let me know how. Let me how. Let me know how the flu information gets to the CDC or wherever it goes. We should get every clinic in rural Iowa a pigeon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Attach the quill pen. Yeah. And a scroll. Attach it. Well. Attach it to a brick and throw it through a window at the White House. <laughs> But could you imagine, like, the, like, mass release from 1600 <laughs> Pennsylvania Avenue of all these pigeons to, like, oh, get man. to the hospitals? Beautiful. Uh, oh, boy. It's been really hard to put together a show today without referencing COVID. And by the way, I'm dropping 19. All right. Good. I'm dropping it. Is anybody's I take? Yeah, thank you. It's mm-hmm. it's not necessary, and I think we should minimize the amount of words that we speak to yeah. to help flatten the curve. Like every time somebody says 19, somebody gets sick. Yeah. And if there's anything that we're good at, we can be it's lazy. Good. Like that's okay. Yeah. Like we save a lot of time dropping that 19. I like it. Okay. Good. Spread the word. Uh, I thought I. But don't. But don't spread the word. Yeah. Then we're saying more words. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't spread mm-hmm. the that's word. A good point. Yeah. Uh, Podcast. Think about it. Think about He's it. He's writing. <laughs> He's writing only. Make a TikTok video. Go ahead, Cody. <laughs> I want to. I got so much to do today that's not school related now. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> you're gonna get you're gonna get so many followers after this. 
<laughs> at Cody West 22. Uh, anyways, I thought I'd try some, I'd try discussing something else by putting on my medical educator hat for a bit and giving you guys a chance to practice answering real health questions from the users oh of the saddest place on the internet, Yahoo Answers. Are you ready? For this. Wait, Dave, Dave, one one stipulation. If there's like typos in the questions, I want you just to butcher them along with the person that typed uh, them. Like don't try to correct it, because that is the best part. Okay. I will I can't remember if I if I did that. One of my favorite YouTube videos of all time is the Am I Pregat pre video. Pre Can you get Perginat? Uh, <laughs> Am I Pregante? <laughs> so good. So good. All right, uh, here is the first one. When someone says, I'm only human, does that mean they have a uvula? Does that mean a they uvula? Yeah, does that mean they have a uvula? If they say, I'm only human, am I hearing that right? Yeah, this is a valid question. It do, I mean, statistically the, probable, The blank yes. stares right now are amazing. <laughs> Most humans have uvulas, but not yeah. all humans have uvulas. Wait, is that true? Plural? Is that true? Huh. Yeah. Here, well, oh. there's a related question. I don't know if it's by the. I saw at least three uvula questions, and I never quite know if there's like something going on when that happens. Also, theme. some people have two uvula, like a bifid split. Oh, one I would sword. love that. Are, I would love. Are they? You, you, is it uvulae? Uvulae? I have no idea. I would walk around with my mouth open all the time if I had two uvula. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, here's the related question, which maybe I don't know. Why do only humans have uvulas? Okay. I don't know if that's true. Seems like other animals might have uvulas. Seems like a quick Google question before you post on Yahoo Answers. Yeah. But I feel like when my dog yawns, I see a uvula, but now I'm I'm questioning. How often do you look down your dog's shirt, Eli? The, the dog has to yawn, Cody. Okay. <laughs> this is one of those, um, what's it called? It's not the Mandela effect, the something where it's like, how do you spell Berenstein Bears? Yeah, the Mandela effect. There we go, mm -hmm. right? It's like, I do dogs have... Do dogs have uvulas? <laughs> no, I don't Someone know. quick, post it on Yahoo Answers, and let's see let's see if we can get down to the bottom of this. Cody, let's get an investigative TikTok with your puppy on it. Uh, yeah, here's a, a random webpage. Well, I guess it's not random. AAAS, what is that? American Association of Anesthesiology... Sensory, maybe? I don't know what that is. It looks like I found gorilla, a whole gorillas. article from Texas that says animal American uvulas. Association for the Advancement of science, yeah. Uh, okay, and they say that uh, somebody says here we can we can conclude that only the human has the uvula because in so my dog doesn't have a uvula. I just found an article that said some some species of sheep's baboons and chimps also have uvula. Oh yeah, I was this looking is at a picture of a gorilla with a with a uvula. Yeah. So suck it, Yahoo. Evolution. Yeah. Take that, you undesired search engine. <laughs> or Bing. Why is like why are all of the computers at University of Iowa like the default search engine is Bing? I thought Bing. I was one of those weird people that I thought Bing was so cool when it came out. They're like, you use Google. I was like, no, I use Bing images, man. It actually explains a lot. <laughs> uh, thank you. About <laughs> it explains so much. I yeah, like it really it, does. That was. What was your what? What? Why? I have never used <laughs> yeah. anything but the big G. Well, sometimes when it's different, there's like that one that came, what's the one like branch Google that came out where every time you search, they plant a tree? I used that for a little while too. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? <laughs> they plant a tree? One moment. One moment. <laughs> Next he's going to say he also used Ask Jeeves. Like, <laughs> well, I was on MySpace yesterday and I was looking it up and... <laughs> It's called Ecosia. Uh-huh. And they plant... And every time that you search it, it like... I think it's like a branch of Google, maybe. Every time you search something, they plant a tree. Oh. 
What? Like they use all the money. Ecosia, E-C-O-S-I-A.org. Shout out. So one search equals one tree, huh? So this is something I don't understand with organizations like this. Is like, oh, would they not plant the trees anyway if people didn't use? Yeah, they're holding this search engine. They're like, we've got millions of trees, and we're just <laughs> we're just waiting. <laughs> they're holding the trees. It's just, like, it's just like Google. They have all their ads. I put it in the chat box if you all are so inclined. Oh, and we are. The, yeah, yeah. They're holding trees hostage. <laughs> we're like, waiting. We have the for trees. If you don't fucking search on our website. <laughs> We're going to burn them. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to chop them down. We're going to use them for firewood. Looks like a straight up ripoff of I mean, they're, Google. Yeah, like they're, if, you, if you look up Short Code Podcast, first thing that comes up. Good job, Dave. Yeah, a lot of these I would like, hope so. special search engines are just using Google's back end. Yeah. Well, there you go. Switch your search engines, people. They have a mobile app, too. Otherwise, the trees get it. <laughs> trees get it. All right. Here's another, uh, here's another question to consider. Um, this is more, this word, there's a word in here that's going to be hard to, um, hard to differentiate from another common word. So just keep that in mind. Is it normal to masticate three times a day? No, dude. Mas you should masticate way more than three times a day. Yeah. You're supposed to chew your food like 30 times per bite. <laughs> you got to watch how you may go blind. So. <laughs> Uh, old wives, now, old I, okay, tale. so this is one case where I suspect a troll because <laughs> how could you know the word masticate but confuse it with masturbate? That's what I want to know. Dyslexia, maybe? Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Leave it to Nathan to call me out. Um, yeah. How many times? I got nothing to say to that. I don't. I don't know how to respond. <laughs> how many? Times a day. I'll look it up on Acosia. Are you looking it up on Acosia, Doug? Uh, no, I automatically <laughs> typed it into my. Uh, Free the trees. How many times a day do do humans chew? Uh, well, you're supposed to chew 32 times per bite. Has anyone ever tried to do that? Yeah, it's it's disgusting. It's disgusting. <laughs> Your food is so mushy and gross by the end. You're like, I should have swallowed this four minutes ago. Yes. <laughs> it's so bad. We encourage you to eliminate your joy of food. By chewing oh. everything 32. And by the time you're done, there's nothing left anyway. Or by the time you're halfway through, there's nothing left. I mean, we have a stomach for a reason. Honestly, people. Just yeah. do what makes you happy. Engulf. It's hard for me to believe that there's any significant health benefit to chewing anything more than, like, I don't know. Like, I'm just going to throw out a number here, like, ten times. Right? I mean, the, the like longer it takes you to eat, usually the less people eat. So maybe this is like one of those anti Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Like an anti-obesity, like, ha, 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 let's, let's tell people we have to chew their food more. Just torture. That'll get them. <laughs> but if they were doing that, let's make the number a reasonable amount. I think 32, I where 32 came is at the from. top end. It was the most annoying number. <laughs> Some dentist was like, how many teeth do we have? Everyone deserves a fair share of that. Do it. One, Write it down. One chew, 1 1.2 chews per tooth. That's the that's the uh, the equation. Is that Checks out. I don't know. Uh, all right. Uh, here's another question to consider. This is important. This is important, you guys. Why do people vomit after eating seagulls in movies? Like in films where someone is lost at sea, they'll grab a seagull, eat it, then throw up. <laughs> what kind of what? movies is this person Which watching? Movie is this? <laughs> they they'll just grab just a seagull. Grab a seagull. <laughs> eat it. Can anyone think of a movie in which a <laughs> seagull was eaten? One that I'm thinking could be relevant would be like Castaway. Right. That was. I the, know. That's the only movie I, I can think of. 
I just Googled it to be funny, and there are so many articles about why we don't eat seagulls. <laughs> this is a thing. Because they're Nicosia nasty. is getting so many effing trees planted. Yeah, there's just going to be trees. I planted four today already. That's what it tells me. Uh, I can't. It, like, do you have to de-pluck? Or like de feather. Yeah, I would imagine. I would, I would. I would hope so. Yeah. Nobody's just grabbing a seagull and eating you it. Just grab it and eat <laughs> it. Just get a big old monster. Yeah, one motion. Yeah. <laughs> they grab a seagull. <laughs> Molly pops on this forum. I'm on says, "Have you tasted a seagull? We don't eat them because they taste like crows, and crows taste bad. <laughs> they taste like crows." <laughs> I don't know. I kind of want to dig into this Molly Pops character. I think she's tried a lot of birds. <laughs> this is some good investigative journalism. Well, I don't think it's from America, too, because she uses the word rubbish quite a oh, bit. Okay. My father uh, was a, is a bird carver. He was um, before he took up other art forms. And um, one of the things he used to do was, you know, if a bird flew into a window, he would, uh, and it, you know, fell on the ground and died. He would keep it, put it in the freezer so he could use it as a reference material later. Now, I mean, this is before the internet, so you can just Google a picture of a bird, or sorry, Ecosia, a picture of a bird. Well, I use Bing images, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't just look up a picture of a bird, you, you know, so he would, so you would, you know, you would find these packages of dead birds in our freezer. Uh, if you were Did you ever mistakenly take one out to oh, thaw, yeah. Yeah. like instead of a pack of hot dogs or something? Yeah, this okay. was this was the thing that happened. Did you have access to like a, a public library, a grocery up? store, or <laughs> or anything, any book with pictures? It's not the same as a dead bird from your freezer, right from your freezer. Can't beat that. But then it's all. I'm assuming so, it would like be all stiff. Yeah. Well, because they all ran into the windows, did all your dad's carvings that he used the reference on have like a twisted neck with like obviously made impact? What, flattened beak, perhaps. <laughs> oh, oh boy, he was a very good bird carver. I will say that he was an amazing awesome. bird carver. Um, what do you carve that out of? What what material do you use? Other birds, to be most realistic. You just <laughs> frozen <laughs> birds. You take, the, you take the frozen ones. <laughs> frozen birds are easiest to carve. You take a frozen uh, pigeon, <laughs> you say, look, I want a cardinal, a hummingbird. You yeah. just got to shave it down a little bit. There you go. Booyah. Done. Use a, use a crow. Molly Pop says they don't taste good. They have no other purpose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he carved them out of wood. And uh, he was very meticulous about it. And, uh, you know, like individual feathers and things, and, you know, carved texture and all that kind of stuff. So I feel that's a hobby that you can get into while we are indoors. That's yeah. true. In the near future. That's we true. taxidermy. Yep. Mm -hmm. Not Another taxidermy. old wives' tale that might help you eat seagulls is if you just so happen to have some Alka Seltzer <laughs> in your pocket, have the seagull eat it, and then it'll explode. And then you can <laughs> just have some little seagull nuggets. Pre-butchered. <laughs> All right. We were taught different things growing up, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> Did you never hear this? I heard I've it. Never I mean, heard that. Right, so throwing it's not rice at true, weddings too. But the idea is that, like, their stomach—you know, like the Alka-Seltzer once it gets explodes. in their stomach—yeah, that it would. Anyway, I believe this. You weren't supposed in, to, like, until like I was in high school. You weren't supposed to throw rice Dang. at weddings either, because they would mm -hmm. uh, explode birds. Which uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> rice seems pretty benign. All right. Uh, 
Let's try this one. Is it true that I have to take vitamins in alphabetical order to make them work? Yes. Yeah. Yep. You know, my boy Barry told me I needed that vitamin C because it's cold and flu season. He said I have to take A and B first or that vitamin C won't work. I'm not a doctor, nope. but do I have to take vitamins like that? If your buddy Barry tells you, if your boy Barry tells you to take vitamins in order, I suggest you listen. Why else do they number the, or letter them in such a way? Yeah. Why are there no numbered vitamins? Why do they have to be letters? Where did this Where did this convention come from? I think it's a good point. We're on earthing something bigger than ourselves here, Dave. True. Just to share a little bit of my routine, so I take my vitamins B, C, and D every day. So I start with my Red Bull, that's my vitamin B, and then I take my vitamin C with my orange juice, and then I have my vitamin D, and I have my milk. So that's how I do my three throughout the day. <laughs> vitamin B. <laughs> All right. Anybody else take vitamins? And for And why? I took vitamin C growing up because my mom was like, if you're starting to feel sick, take some. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Something I always believed. Was this like emergency? Did you have, was that your orange juice growing up? Was yeah, yeah. She would either pour that in or she'd get the giant 500 milligram chalk tablets. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, oh, these are great, mom. <laughs> And then she'd give them to you, of course. She'd, like, brush your teeth, get ready to go to school, and she'd hand you one. You're like, this is the worst taste possible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. I don't know. Isn't, like, it the kind of, like, understanding if you don't have a deficiency, you're just kind of peeing the vitamin out? Yeah, nice. Question mark. I think even some are toxic if you take too many, but, yeah, most, like, vitamin yeah. B. Vitamin B, if you take too much, you'll pee it out. That's what I, I think that's what I've read. But they make the gummies taste so good nowadays. Oh, they're delicious. Oh. So. Caution, I, I am also not a doctor. gummies growing up. Yeah. That's how they get you. Yeah, but that do. All right. <laughs> last one. I had diarrhea bad last week like water, and I'm now back to farting solid, but can't poop. Why is it taking me several days to drop a deuce again? <laughs> Okay, wait, I just have to, like, interject and say, I got roasted last semester for saying I had diarrhea. No, I, oh, I said I went diarrhea. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> and Dave just roasted me yeah. <laughs> for five what? minutes straight. So. Did that question, did that question include the phrase farting sauce? Yes. <laughs> I love that. Yes, it did. Uh... I think that's you should, what I got more questions about. I think you should see a doctor for that because that's not how farts work. <laughs> oh, that's how that's sharks pooping. That's more sharks <laughs> farting. I, I think they'd be farting liquid. Yeah, I don't know. Oh. I do know that um, I, next time I'm going to, I'm going to start referring to things. When I go to the doctor's office, I'm going to start referring to things in the most, I don't know, like yes. colloquial way possible. Like, Doc, haven't dropped a deuce in a while. <laughs> Farting solid, but... <laughs> what would um, throwing up be? Would that be like bur burping liquid? <laughs> Been burping some juice lately? I don't know. I haven't exhaled, it, it exhaled any liquid lately. I don't know. I just love the idea that you that you should go to your doctor's office and just be like crude about your body functions. You know what I'm saying? For your your colonoscopy coming up that you've been putting off. Yeah. Mm? Yeah. I don't know. Not gonna. I, I don't think. I don't think I'm gonna have a colonoscopy for a while now. There's not gonna be any. There's not gonna be any colonoscopies. I might wait. Tying it back. Do you think that's why like all these doctors are having their hours cut because they've cut like non-elective? They've cut like elective procedures and things like that. Well, the, the, the focus of the article is ER doctors. Oh, specific. Specific yeah. to ER doctors. Oh, I missed that. I missed that part. <laughs> the, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. A big moneymaker for hospitals and clinics is elective procedures. Right. So, like, there we go. Dang. Well, 
that is our show. I have nothing else to talk about. What a about. way to end it. I have nothing else to talk about. Fart and solid. I'm gonna... Fart and solid. Yeah. <laughs> this should be our new, like, sign-off, right? Fart and solid. It's our show. Fart and solid. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan, Eli, Cody, Chris, thank you for being my co-host today. Always. And of course... Anytime. And of course, thank you, Short Coats, for making us part of your week. If you're new here and you like what you heard today, subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, and wherever else fine podcasts are available. I remind you that your questions are vital to the show, because they mean it can be what you want it to be about. Send questions. You can send comments. You can send requests uh, for uh, advice, uh, like Senorita Spani. What did I? Senorita Española. Española. Uh, uh, mentioned. We'll uh, we'll do our best to help you. Um, you can uh, send us to shortcuts at gmail.com or leave a message at 347-SHORT-CT. Uh, while your podcast app is open, give us some stars and a review to let us know if we're doing the right thing. The show is made possible by a generous donation by Carver College of Medicine, student government, and ongoing support from the Writing and Humanities program. Our opening music is by Dr. Vox, and our closing music is by Caposphere. Talk to you in one week.